In Egypt, supporters of a new constitution are claiming victory. Today, the country's electoral commission announced the constitution was approved with 63.8% of the vote. Opposition leaders had alleged there was fraud in the two-round referendum and say they will continue to fight the official results. On the line with us from Cairo is reporter Noel King. So, Noel, the opposition says they won't abide by this vote. What happens now? Well, it's not exactly clear. The opposition has said they will appeal, and we don't know if that means they plan on launching some sort of legal challenge, but at the moment it looks like this will be Egypt's constitution for the next couple of months at the very least. Uh, I think most people assume that the opposition's best bet is to put in a good showing at the country's or in the country's upcoming parliamentary elections. We've known all along that once a constitution is approved, we have 60 days uh, in which the country needs to basically elect a brand new lower house of parliament. This is a very, very powerful house of parliament that will be making a lot of the laws and the legislation going forward. And if if they want to get around to changing bits of the constitution, it's going to have to be done at this point through the legislature. So what the opposition needs to do is get their supporters out in the upcoming parliamentary elections and make sure that they get enough of their members into this new legislative body so that they can make changes to the constitution if that's if that's how they decide to proceed. Now, we have talked about this before uh, with you as well, but if you could just quickly explain what the most controversial aspects uh, of the Constitution are. Critics of the Constitution say that it does not protect the rights of religious minorities. They say that it does not protect the rights of women. They say that the language in the Constitution is very vague. It doesn't exactly make it clear whether certain rights are protected or whether they're only protected in certain cases. But the biggest problem that people have with this Constitution is the fashion in which it was created. Remember, it was a hundred-member panel, but many of the members of that panel who were secular, who were liberal, who were Christian, walked off towards the end of the process. And so this constitution was sort of put together by a group of people who were mainly in the political Islamist camp, either members of the Muslim Brotherhood, supporters of the Muslim Brotherhood, or members of even more conservative Salafi parties. The turnout for the referendum was about 33 percent. Why is the number so low? Does that suggest people didn't care about the uh, referendum? Well, I'll tell you what I've been hearing from Egyptians anecdotally. I think there are two parts to this. I think, one, Egyptians are a bit exhausted by the voting process in their country. There have been five national votes or voting processes, parliamentary elections, presidential elections, several rounds of each, you'll remember, since Hosni Mubarak was overthrown uh, two years ago, a little less than two years ago. People are simply exhausted. Now, in addition to that, this referendum came on the heels of several weeks of very deep uncertainty in Egypt. Egypt, which at times plunged into chaos in the streets, outright fighting in the streets. And some people, I think, were simply tired of, of the amount of uncertainty that the country's gone through. And they said, look, we've had enough. We're going to stay home. It's just not worth it. Now, you mentioned chaos in the streets. There's been a lot of fighting, certainly. Um, now, chaos in the economy um, because of this, this vote. That's right. In fact, we've known for quite some time in Egypt that we are on the brink of what everybody is calling an economic catastrophe or cataclysm even. Uh, There were two very striking news reports today. The first is that certain banks in some parts of Egypt, we saw the Associated Press reporting, uh, say that they are running out of dollars, that Egyptians are, in a sense, running to the banks trying to withdraw foreign currencies because we understand that the Egyptian pound is probably going to be devalued sometime in the next couple of weeks. 
The other thing is that Egyptian authorities announced today that Egyptians will no longer be able to leave the country uh, with more than $10,000 in any foreign currency, so dollars, euros, etc. And what that points to is the fact that the government understands that people are concerned about the, the what some say is the imminent devaluation of the Egyptian pound, uh, and they're trying to basically keep money in the country. Now, this may be a, a silly question in light of all that we've discussed, but do you see things settling down politically, socially, economically any time in the near future? You know, Egypt really needs to stabilize its economy. And if it does, I think we might be looking at a possible upswing. But the fact of the matter is this. Following this constitutional referendum and the clashes in the streets that preceded it, we are looking at a very deeply divided country. The upcoming parliamentary elections are certainly not going to to help that situation. You'll have both sides trying to get their supporters out in the streets, trying to make their case to the Egyptian people. Unfortunately, it doesn't really look as if Egypt is headed into a period of calm and stability. Noelle King in Cairo, thank you so much. Thank you.